Hello, so today's podcast, we're just going to talk about how Jesus is coming and basically the just, just the coming of Jesus Christ. I'm just going to do this one for about a week, you know, about seven days, yeah, mostly. So let's just go right into it. So we're just going to open our Bibles right now to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 2, which says that, for you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. Now let's go to verse 4. It says, But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all children of the light and children of the day who do not belong to the night or to the darkness. Now Jesus is going to come like a thief in the night. He will come in unexpectedly. You don't know when he's coming. We don't know when he's coming. The hour, the minute, the day, whatever. We do not know when he's coming. I'm going to tell you, he's coming like a thief in the night, unexpectedly. A thief doesn't come to your house and be like, Yo, man, uh, my brother, my sister, you know what, Mr. Whatever your name is. You know, I'm going to come to your house on the 2nd of August. 2020 at exactly um eight at exactly 3 p.m exactly 3 p.m i'm gonna come to your house and i'm going to rob you of everything you know i'm going to come to your house at this time and i'm going to do this to you and this will happen when i come to your house and blah 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 but jesus isn't going to isn't going to tell you the day he's coming the hour he's coming the minute he's coming the second he's coming he's not going to tell you that He's going to come like a thief in the night. He's going to come so unexpectedly. The angels in heaven don't even know the day he's going to come. But he's going to come soon. That is something we all know. So when you open your Bibles to John chapter 3 verse 16. We're going to read it all the way to verse 21. Some of you have not read it all the way to verse 21. But I'm telling you, you're going to read it all the way to verse 21 right here. Okay, so for God so loved the world... That he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And verse um, 17 says, For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. In verse 18 says, Whoso, Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe in him stands condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of God, God's one and only son. Now, Let's leave it there. The only way you can go to heaven, one, you don't know when Jesus is going to come. But the only way you can go to heaven is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. Only through him will you have eternal life. God sent him so we shall not perish and have eternal life. But all you have to do, the word believe. You have to believe in him. Believe he's the son of God. Believe he's a, um, the way, the truth, and the light. Believe that he's the only way to heaven. Believe that he's your um, He's here to save us. You know, you have to believe in Christ in order to be saved. And believing is not just by saying. That's something we all get mixed up. That's something most of us get mixed up. You know, you're just like, oh, I believe in Jesus Christ. And in your heart, you do not believe. It's like you're saying that, oh, I believe that pigs can fly. Oh, no, let me not use that example at all. You know what? It's like believing in something 
but don't believe in it in your heart. I I think um I just want to make sure you understand me. Oh, I believe you. I believe you. Yes, I believe you traveled to France and you came back. I believe you. It really happened, but in your heart you don't believe it. I believe that God saved your mother's life, but in your heart you're like that's impossible. No one can die and come back to life. You will tell the person, yes, I believe. Mm, God is the God of miracles. Amen. But the next minute you're like, oh, please. Have you ever heard of someone dying and coming back to life? Yes, you have. They don't believe it in their heart, but they will say it with their mouth because they think when they say it with their mouth, it is confirmed. They think when they say it with their mouth, it is confirmed. And that's the only thing they need. Let me tell you that Jesus is the only way to eternal life. When you look in verse 50, it says that anyone who believes may have eternal life. If you believe in Jesus Christ, you will have eternal life in heaven. Now we're going to go to... um, Verse 19 said that this is um, a verdict. verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of the light because their deeds were evil. In verse 20, it says, Anyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light to fear, for the fear that their deeds will be exposed. Verse 21, it says, But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. Now, living, wanting to live in the darkness instead of living in the light, is trying to tell, is trying to say that you're trying to, you want to live in the world, you want to live with the devil, you want to live in the world, than living with Christ in heaven. So, you want to enjoy the worldly things, the worldly material. The material things, the materialistic, you know, materialistic people. You want to enjoy the material things on earth, and it becomes it will flood God in your life. Now, there's no problem in you know work, wanting to work hard in order to get money, but when that money becomes a, a more of a priority than the relationship you have with God, then that one becomes a problem. And also, when you do illegal and wrong things, unrighteous things, in order to get that money, it also becomes a problem. I just wanted to tell you that everything you do is seen by God. You cannot hide it. You think, you when you say, I'm in the, like, oh, when I close the doors and I can do anything, God does not see me. God does not see me because I've closed the door, I've closed the curtains, I'm not doing it in a public eye. God is not like human beings that cannot see what is going on inside you. He can even actually see what's going on in your heart and what you're thinking about. So what about what you're doing actually physically? God knows what you're doing. There's no way you can run away from God. God is everywhere. And people enjoy the darkness more than the light because... I'm telling you, being a Christian is not easy at all. I'm telling you, being a Christian is not easy. 
it's really hard it's really hard you know just sometimes you just have this feeling oh let me just let me just do this let me just um let me just you know drink a little piece of vodka let me just drink a little bit of alcohol let me just smoke a little bit just just for two minutes let me just listen to like some rap music some cursing words oh i'm just using one curse word what does it mean you just want to enjoy the things of the world and you you just want to slide away you just want to push god away you know god i'll think about you tomorrow but today it's all about my needs now don't confuse your needs with your wants because that is definitely your wants and i was just saying that oh god i'll think about you in five minutes two days you've not even opened your bible or you've not even talked to god one bit now you're enjoying the material things and you come back to god and you're like god i'm really sorry because um I don't know what got into me, and I, I, I just went into the devil's light, and I, I would have asked you for forgiveness. I know what I did was wrong, and I'm really sorry. It will never happen, ever, ever, ever happen again, and I promise you this. And the next moment, the person is just hanging around with some bad friends in the club. That's how it works. That's how some people are. They enjoy the darkness. And the next moment, moment, they're coming to the light. And they're like, they start crying. And tearing up. Like. Vegas. Two-faced Vegas. 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 What you ha- one thing you have to remember. That God sees everything. Okay? God sees everything. He sees you when you. He sees every single thing you do. There's no way you can hide away from God. You can't say I'm closing the door and I'm gonna listen to bad music or I'm gonna watch pornography or I'm going to uh uh I forgot in the word I was going to use. But anyways, you can't do anything without God being there. Okay. And some people tend to enjoy the world and the material things than God and that's wrong. When you tend to value the material things you get on earth, then God. And one thing you guys don't understand is that life can just be taken away from you. Not only don't you know when Jesus is going to come, you don't also know the day you're also going to die. You could just die this minute, this second. Anything can just happen to you and you're just gone. Anything can happen to you and you're just gone. Sometimes you're not like other people who'll be sick, um, who'll be sick before they die. You know, you just be there, you're so healthy, you're just doing something, you just have a heart attack and you just die. Or you get that you just get shot. Or someone just comes and robs you and kills you in the process. You don't know when you anything is going to happen to you, or your house could just collapse, your house could just catch on fire. And an um, electric car malfunction could happen and you could die at any moment. You don't know when you're going to die, but everyone is just living their life just messed up. Just messed up. You don't know when you're going to die and you're just living your life anyhow, not pleasing God, not doing things of the Lord. What are you doing with your life? What on earth are you doing with your life? Stop wasting your life around thinking that 
everything is just under your feet. And thinking that there's no place such as heaven. So you just want to live your life anyhow. Jesus is going to come whether you like it or not. And there's no stopping it. He is going to come whether you want him to or not. He has to come and take his righteous people away from this place. Now the question is, would you be among them? Will you be among the people God will take to heaven? Will you be among the people Jesus will take to heaven with him? Or you'll be among the people who will burn in hell for eternity. I'm telling you, the devil may promise you that he will give you a castle full of gold. He will give you 10,000 mansions and a sports car. He will give you fame beyond your wildest expectations. He will give you anything you seek of on this world, in this world, actually. He will, you know what? The devil is a liar. He came to steal, kill, and destroy. Now I'm telling you, he's going to kill your soul if you do not ask for God. Um, if you keep on allowing yourself to fall and you do not ask for God to save you, he will steal every bit of joy away from you. And he will destroy your chance to heaven if you don't take care. Now, the devil does it in some particular ways. Some people are so visible. Others is not that visible. The devil is going to do things to you you cannot imagine. He's going to tempt you. He's going to do things to you. And, you know, when you read Job, the story of Job, you realize one thing. The devil went to God to ask him for permission in order to tempt, in order to um, tempt Job, in order to make those things happen to him. That shows you how much the devil doesn't have any power. You have to ask God for permission. So let me just read you that part. It's from Job chapter one. Okay, verse 6 says, One day the angels came to the present to present themselves before the Lord and Satan. Also came and the Lord and Satan also came with them. The Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan said, Satan answered the Lord, From roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and um, turns down evil. Then the, um, the devil replies, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not put um, a field around him and his, household, and his household and everything he has? You have blessed the works of his hands so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. But now stretch out your hand and strike everything he has and he will surely curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, very well, then everything he has is in your power. But on the man himself, do not lay a finger yeah the devil had to ask god 
in order to tempt, in order to bring all those chaos to Job's life. The devil had to ask God. Now, don't you think that God knows you're going to fight it? He just knows you have to hold on to your faith. And when you read chapter 2, because one, um, on another day, the angels came to present themselves before God. And Satan also came with them to present themselves before him. The Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, The many throughout the earth going back and forth. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one like him on earth. There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and um, evil. And he is so men, um he still maintains his integrity. Do you insert me against him to ruin him without any reason? Same question, Satan replied. A man will give all he has for his own life, and now seek out your heart and cast his flesh on you, and he will surely curse you your faith. The Lord said to Satan, Very well then, he is in your hands, but you must spare his life. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. And afflicted Job with painful thoughts from the soles of his feet to the crown of his head. And the devil had to go and ask God again in order for him to cut Job. And God knows you will be able to handle what you're going through. God knows you will be able to handle what you're going through. And all you have to do is just hold on to your feet. The devil is just going to destroy and destroy you every way he can. He's just going to grab every opportunity to try and destroy you. I'm telling you, you have to hold on to your feet and believe in Jesus Christ. Keep walking through it. Keep on holding on to your faith because you will surely be rewarded when he comes back for his people. And I'm telling you, what the devil has installed for you on this earth to destroy you god has a greater thing planned for you if you keep on holding on to your faith do not fear the devil because the devil has already lost the battle against jesus christ when he died on that cross he took the um the key of life and death away from the devil the devil has no chance or no power to touch you he has no power to touch you without God's permission. He has no power over your life. You just have to hold on to your faith. Just hold on to your faith. And trust in God. Believe in him. Because he's very. He's going to come soon. He's going to come soon. He's going to come soon. And sometimes, you just have to remember this. God is going to come soon. Very soon. I just want to end saying that. Share the gospel with your friends. Maybe you are that person who will save their life and win souls for God. You you know, part of being a Christian is to win souls for God. Bring people to him. Bring people closer to his love. Win souls for him. Share the gospel with your friends. Do not be shy. Do not be anxious. I'm telling you, 
I used to be crazy scared. I used to be so scared of talking to people. I was just afraid of the way they will act when I start preaching. I was just afraid of, maybe they won't like my voice. Or maybe they don't like the way I preach. Or maybe they think my preaching isn't as good as other people. Yeah, everyone is entitled to their own opinion. But don't let that destroy your mission on earth. If you want to preach the word of the Lord, you want to preach to people so that you want to um, bring them to the light and, you know, give them, um, show them how much God loves them, how much he wants them to have a, how much he wants to have a relationship with them. Share the gospel with your friends. Do not be shy about it, okay? Don't be shy about it. Because that one message you will send your friend or that continuous messages you will send that friend could save their life from the pit of hell. Could save them from the pits of hell. Don't give up on that friend. Do not give up on that friend. I wish you all the best in life. And just want to tell you that you were fearfully and wonderfully made. So don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. Have a blessed and wonderful day. And maybe I will do this tomorrow. I think I'm doing it for seven days. I could do it tomorrow or I could do it on Tuesday. I just want to tell you that. Have a wonderful and amazing night. Uh, some of you may listen to this in the morning but or the afternoon. It's in the night time. So I just want to tell you have a wonderful time. And just stay blessed and keep on living by God's word. Never, if it's in the night, pray before you sleep. If it's in the morning, pray. If it's in the afternoon, pray. Pray, pray, pray. Don't stop praying. Don't tell people come in church. When, you have, when God has given you something good, pray for it. Thank you for it. When bad things happen, thank you. Um, pray about it. Thank you from the bad things that happen. And help, let him help you sustain it. And let him help you fight the present. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wish you all the best.